and lure up. Good. Sit. And I'm going to lure. Good. Down. Good. Tuck her here. Good job. Down. Turn around and come back towards us. Tucker, here! That's my boy! Here? There we go. That's my boy. No sound. So, um, no sound. Now we got sound. I know. I turned the mic off before I start the uh, before I start the show. So um, now you've got sound. So what was I saying? <clears throat> Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the wake up, wake the fuck up with Jeff show, on this hurricane um, Wednesday. If I lose power halfway through the show or any part of the show, I apologize, but everyone's losing power. We'll probably lose power. We definitely will lose power, put it that way. We'll definitely get some flooding, and uh, we're boarded up, but water don't care about stuff like that. Truelle looks lovely. Angela's having fun. Dogs are doing okay. They, uh, two of them didn't take shits this morning. That's a problem. Because if we don't take those shits now, they're going to take them later. I'll tell you that much. This morning's show is about the um, association, the power of association. But the reason why I put that video up there on the academy, and I put a link up academy.solidcanontraining.com, is because of it's a very comprehensive video on how to fully off-leash train your dog, start to finish. It focuses on obedience. It uses quote-unquote positive reinforcement to train your dog. And then there's the proofing stage and the correction stage, which is your punitive-based program. And if anybody um, is offended by that word, get over it. Facts don't care about your feelings because that's what it is. And that's how you actually get a dog to off-leash capability with a high probability that it's going to listen to you underneath high levels of distraction. And that's what dog training is to us. Your dog doing obedience to a high to a high level, underneath high levels of distraction, with a high level of probability. That's what dog training is for duration. So right now we've got three dogs in place, just because I don't want them walking around the house right now. They'll be here for the whole show. One of them is Goose, and if you haven't seen Goose, um, if you check out our Instagram and Facebook page um, this morning or last night. Um, and then in Instagram stories, especially Instagram stories, Joelle does a really good job on Instagram stories. She shows a lot of what's going on up in Providence, the board and train center. That's the main board and train center. And down here in Florida, we're just taking one dog at a time and we're only taking easy dogs because we're only doing two week board and trains down here. And these are dogs. When I say easy, they can have a little bit of anxiety. They can have some leech reactivity, um, but we're not taking biting dogs down in Florida. We can handle them personally, but we're just not set up for it. 
major crate breakers. Your dog needs to be crate trained. You know, things like that. Today's, today's um, podcast is really, really important, though. <clears throat> it's called The Power of Association. This is something that even most dog trainers are, do not talk about. Some are not even aware about. And that doesn't make them bad dog trainers at all. It means they're just not aware of it and they're training for themselves and they're not training for the client. So as a pet dog trainer, as a pet dog family trainer who trains other people's pet dogs, it is very, very important that you understand the power of association. The dog's association with the owner, the dog's association with members of the family. The Wake the Fuck Up show is based on mostly single topic items where I talk and at the end I will I will answer questions that are pertaining to the topic at hand, but it's not a me it's not a QA show like the one that Joel and I do, um, uh, which is what would Jeff do? And that's on every Wednesday and Friday night. Tonight, whether we do one or not, I have no idea. Um, I'd like to think we can do one, but um, I'm controlled by Wi-Fi. I'm controlled by cellular. I'm controlled by power. And we've got backup generators, but, you know, I don't know if, you know, we'll have internet or not um, or cell service. So maybe we'll come on the, we'll do some lives this today with Joel and myself. Depends on Joelle's state of mind. Um, I've been through hurricanes and blizzards before. She loves Florida, but this morning, 10 minutes ago, she says, fuck this Florida shit, <laughs> which is pretty ironic because the sunny day she loves, it's a hurricane she doesn't. Um, anyway, this is how association works. Let me share a story with you. Um, let, me, let me share a short story with you. We get a lot of aggressive dogs at the training center. So let's say, and then we do a mid-training. So let's say an aggressive dog is with us for six weeks. And let's say that the dog for the first week, first week straight, just tries to bite us every day, which happens. Every member of the staff, every day. And then we get the dog over that. So then we have two weeks of the dog not biting us. Two weeks, the dog's doing all its commands. Two weeks, it's 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 taking physical um, touch, you know, affection. Two weeks, it's like you know, loving to work. Two weeks straight, it's you know, just doing everything. You can go on car rides with it. You know, technically, you can sit in your lap, even though we don't do that. But it's you know, it, it's doing really really well. Mid training is when the donor comes in, and then they will start learning stuff. So imagine this scenario. The trainer is standing next to the dog out in the training room. Owner walks in the front door. As soon as the dog sees the owner, guess what the dog does? It attacks the trainer. The owner has not even walked into the main part of the building, let alone the training area. But the sight of the owner, the dog attacks the trainer. It's called the power of association. Imagine this. We have dogs that can do commands for, like say a downstay or the place command for two, three hours easily. Easily. Around high levels of distraction. Around high levels of distraction. Kids running by, skateboards, 
uh, uh, bouncing balls, name it, dog can hold it down, stay in private, meaning in our training center and in public. And again, the mid-training. Owner comes in, owner's in the training center, give the owner um, the leash. The dog won't even do a downstay. Hold on one second. Wes? Wes here. The dog won't even do a downstay. The dog is doing two to three hour downstays with us, and the dog will not even do a downstay at all, or it'll only hold down for five to 10 seconds with the owner. Why? The power of association. Most trainers are training for their ego. It's a given that you train the dog. It's a given. But now the important part is training the owner. But why is the power of association so important? to override the two situations that I just grabbed, the two of many situations I just, just explained. When a dog is dropped off to us, a dog has a host of behavioral problems prior to coming to us. They are nervous. They are fearful. They are skittish. They are untrained. They are aggressive. They jump all over everybody. They bark all night. They break out of crates. They, they don't listen to their owners at all or their selective listeners. Okay. Then they spend the first three weeks with us and they become incredibly trained. Trained better than 95% of the dogs out there in the United States. That's where we're based. But they still have three weeks more to go. A great example is last night, Angelo was walking goose. It's on video. Loose leash. Dog's walking either right at his level or a little bit behind him. And the dog just has a slip lead on, by the way. Remote collar, but that's not being used. I mean, I'm not gonna, Angelo doesn't use the remote collar. So why is it that he can do that, but the owner can't? Because that's the way the dog knows Angelo. That's the way the dog knows Joelle. So Joelle is training the dog or down here or the dog is being trained by one of the staff up, up in Rhode Island. The dog knows those trainers as the relationship I have with these folks is I listen to them. They hold me accountable. They don't put up with my nonsense. They stop all unwanted behaviors The association with the owner is I can do what I want and I don't have to listen to them. So the importance is now the owner has to become us without the thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of training experience and dogs. It's so important for dog trainers to understand that. And now it's really important for dog owners to understand why their dog is not listening to them. That's why we do this 90-day go-home program for owners for the first 90 days to work extremely hard with their dogs and to do what we do. You have to do what we do. 
And more rewards is not the answer. That's the big lie out there. So if I give my dog more rewards, it'll listen to me more. Not in this situation. Now, do we reuse rewards to train the dog? Yes. But the debt, that is over with. Now the dog is on accountability. Now the dog is being held accountable for the commands. That's the game. Now, how do you do that? You correct the dog for non-compliance of a known command, and you correct the dog for doing something it's not supposed to be doing. So incredible advice, in, in incredible advice that can be given is, and everybody struggles with this. Everybody struggles with this. When you bring that dog home from a boarding train, or if you want to start creating a new relationship with your dog, a true relationship, believe it or not, correcting dogs for, for commands that it does not do and for correcting your dog for doing an unwanted behavior, a true correction. Usually when I ask people and I say, they say they correct their dogs, I'm like, what do you do? Oh, I shake my finger at it and say, bad dog. That's not a correction. Oh, I put my dog in a crate. That's not a correction. I ignore my dog. That's not a correction. What's a correction? Something that is meaningful to the dog, which is usually a very strong leash pop, a bonker, or a remote cower stim. Not vibrate, not sound, but shock. Yes, it's uncomfortable. Oh my gosh, train with pain. Don't use fear to train. That is, a, that is a crock of shit. We need to put that into context and it needs to be discussed rationally instead of in sound bites and cut and paste bullshit. All this cut and paste, just like adopt, don't shop. All this shit that gets printed on t-shirts. It's baloney. It's marketing nonsense to suck money out of you that goes into the pockets of the board of directors and the admins of shelters and rescues. It's not actually results-oriented. You want positive dog training? Get results. That's my definition. Get results. Meet the level of expectation that is agreed upon with the owner. So imagine now if you're the owner and it's time for the dog to start believing you. Well, what do you do? You do things that are believable. Such as holding your dog accountable. Coming up with a household management plan. Putting structure in the dog's life. Holding the dog accountable for for known commands and for stopping unknown commands seriously. What's a good example? I'll give you a great example. Goose, who is with us for a couple of weeks, and we did the intake video. It's on social media. See, this is the thing is we document. We document everything. We document everything. And we show our work 
And if we can't show it because we can't run a video camera 24 hours a day, I will explain what we do in full transparency. Or if you ask me a question, I will answer it honestly. Some people might not like the answer, but it's the truth because facts don't care about your feelings. Thank you, Ben Shapiro. And this is the thing. So for quite some time, maybe up to a year, this nervous, fearful, skittish dog goose who barks for the first 15 minutes plus when somebody comes in the door, charges the front door, jumps on people, and doesn't stop barking. Angelo went to open up the front door, and they've been dealing with it for a long time. They've never been able to stop it. So it's a well-practiced beha- uh, well behavior. How many folks out there, show of hands, have a dog that races towards the front door, barking its head off, jumping on people, barking for the first 15 minutes? How many people out there have this long, dramatic uh, 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 protocol of how to invite people in their house? And a lot of people are like, well, my dog does that with strangers. And my first response is, you let strangers in your house? Really? Everybody's a stranger to your dog. Your friend is a stranger to your dog, most likely. The Amazon delivery person is a stranger to your dog. But the Amazon delivery person is your freaking best friend because you ordered the stuff yesterday and you got it today. The next day. Sometimes the same day. So what do we do with Goose when he ran towards the front door? to stop an unwanted behavior that's been going on for a long time, that is extremely well-practiced, that is self-rewarding. He doesn't know he's doing an unwanted behavior. Why? Because it's never been stopped. Effectively. It's never gotten rid of. So what do we do? Remote cower stim at a high level. Is it pretty? No. Is it uncomfortable? Absolutely. Nobody talks about that. Everybody's afraid to talk about it. Everybody's afraid to talk about correcting your dog at a high level for an unwanted command in order to stop that that behavior. Nobody wants to talk about it. If a dog is the size of goose jumps on grandma, which it does, jumps on a little kid, which it does, what happens? Injury takes place. The fear of humans take place. Everybody's afraid of like, don't train with fear. Don't train with pain. And I'm talking about behavior here. I'm not talking about obedience. Can we please have some context and grow up grow up, and have a, have, a, have a mature conversation? So Goose got a very high correction. What's high? How high does a remote collar go? That's how high. How long? At least five seconds. Why? Because I want it to be memorable to the dog. And guess what? It stops it. Like Joelle just opened up the door to check the rain because she's doing it every 3.5 minutes because she's neurotic today about it. She's worried about the storm as people should be because we're going up to a category five. He stops it. Is it pretty? No. Do I enjoy it? Absolutely not. But you know what I do enjoy? The quietness or the one woof or the one bark and the dog stops. 
instead of that, what's the word, incessive? Consistent, Angelo? Consistent, predictable, rushing the front door, barking its head off. It's out of control. That's how you stop it. My dog jumps up on the counter, I say off, and he gets off. Okay. How often does it happen? Oh, multiple times a day. You didn't stop it. Your dog knows, your dog, you've taught your dog the off command. You've not taught your dog jumping on the counter sucks. The relationship you have with your dog, the association you have with your dog is the dog feels that it can jump on the counter whenever it wants to, and all it does is get told off and it jumps off. But that's not a consequence. What's the consequence? Well, first of all, what's the consequence of not stopping it? The dog ingests something, gets rushed to the emergency room, and it can possibly die on the table or afterwards from an infection. Show of hands. How many people has that happened to? What's that cost? $3,500 to $6,000. Some places $8,000, depending on where you live. Slice open up a dog, which causes pain and discomfort. Stitch up a dog. Pain and discomfort. Infection afterwards. Pain and discomfort. Why can't we use pain and discomfort to stop it? In a very strategic thing. The conversation about correcting your dog properly, because there is a proper way to do it, needs to be discussed and discussed more. And all these freaking studies and all these people that are preaching all this bullshit that it doesn't have to be done, that it's not effective, or it's just wrong. What do you mean it's not effective? 20 years, 10,000 dogs traveling around the world, we were doing the work? Of course it's effective. But the owner has to do this. The owner has to do this. The owner has to build a new association with the dog that says, I don't do this anymore. Now, how about if you've got two owners in the house, one owner is lax, one owner is not, guess what the dog is going to do? I'll humanize this shit. Who's got kids that ask one parent one thing, they say no. They ask the other parent, they say yes. Eventually, guess who they ask? They only ask the parent that's going to say yes. And they don't even ask the parent that's going to say no. Why? Because the association with that parent is always yes. It's parenting 101. This is dog training 101. So it's a given that you train the dog. Now you have got to train the owner the power of association, and you've got to train the owner how to override that. Because we don't live with the dogs. We're dog trainers. We live with them a short time. And that doesn't mean we're drill sergeants. Just watch the fucking videos of, of Joelle on Instagram stories with Goose. You probably see more of her being a love bug with Goose than you are doing drills. Meanwhile, she's doing a lot of drills. And does it carry on? Sure. Angelo can walk the dog. And the owner comments that that was great. Why? She's struggling. So she'll learn. That's the power of association. The dog thinking that it can get away with something with a certain person because there's not been a consequence. Or the dog does not have to listen to a certain person for a known command because there's not been a consequence. If you want to be effective in dog training, you need to have a consequence, both reward and punishment for 
doing the behavior and then not doing the behavior. And eventually, after the dog is trained on the behavior, you do not have to keep rewarding it. What is the reward? The lack of a punisher. That is an actual concept in dog training that is well-established and well-practiced industry-wide that if you want a dog to effectively do something and it's trained to not correct the dog for complying to the command, that is the reward. That's the way it works. You can like it or not, but those are the facts, ma'am. That's going to be the pronoun I use to be universal, universal everybody this morning for that one question, if anybody was triggered by that. All right. Questions. We're going to some quick questions. If they're not applying to this thing, I'm going to tell you to jump on to possibly tonight's show. We'll see what happens with the power. Uh, I put up the I put up the, the post to the commercial. Um, I'm going to call it a commercial, and I'm going to run it again right now before I go to the questions. And, and this is the green to graduate. Good, sit. And I'm going to lure. Good, down. We feel is one of the Good. best basic training programs out there. Good job. Down. Turn around and come back towards us. Tucker, here! That's my boy! Here? There we go. Well, my That's podcast my boy. Folks, this is a dog that uh, 10 days ago, 11 days ago, prior to this, didn't even know its name. And this is a dog that's off leash on 180 acres, running and listening to recall. And then Angelo was walking it through Home Depot. And then we show you how we do the training. There's a couple of clips on that. We, we put a great great video up on luring this week on our on our instagram if you want to really follow us join instagram and then join um, facebook join youtube and if you want to buy courses the magic is this we have a patreon channel if you go to patreon.com slash solid canine training patreon.com slash slash solid canine training join that for ten dollars a month or even better because they do this 16% off discount for a year membership. $8 a month. $8 a month. If you buy a year, you get 20% off all your courses and your consults. And you also get four Zoom rooms. Think about that. $8 a month, 20% off. Buy one course, say $40. Buy one consult, say $50. It's incredible. It's incredible. We have people saving hundreds of dollars because they're buying so many courses. They're buying they're buying consults, all for eight bucks a month. And you get to do Zoom rooms every Tuesday. I missed yesterday because we were boarding up the house. It's a beautiful thing. Um, Terry says, morning, please, y'all be safe. Yeah, that's the plan. Africa, no sound. Yeah, I know. I didn't have any sound. I didn't turn my sound on right away. I apologized. And then I just, I just redid everything I said. The reason is because I turned off my turn. I turned on my camera first, and then I turned my sound off until I start the show. Um, Crystal, every time I look on Instagram, it says your account is not allowed. It is allowed because of the content. Sure, it is. It might be something on your end. Our content is allowed. Yeah, 
Everything is organic. If we add mu if we add music to it like a reel, we get it right off of Instagram. So it's Instagram real music. It's all organic. We don't share posts at all. Everything is our stuff. So people see our stuff every day. People see people see comments. People make comments every day. People send hate every day. Even the haters see my stuff. So Crystal, what's going on? Something's going on. You sure you've got solid canine training? But our stuff is there. It's open for everybody to share. Start following us. Then you can make comments on Instagram. Maybe that'll help. Start following us. But that should make a difference. Even if you don't follow us, you can see our stuff. You just can't comment. This is a protocol that Instagram has. Damien, good morning, Jeff. Uh, great to hear about the way you work. Hopefully someday I can visit you guys. Yeah, just go to one of our seminars. Or even better, go to our mastermind. We've got a great mastermind coming up, which is a seven-day program. I'm going to put the website up right now. Um, this is not just for the mastermind, but Jeff Gelman, um, Seminars. Dot com. If you go to jeffgelmanseminars.com, you can see we've got the first seminar of 2023 is in Austin, Texas. It's actually south of Austin. It's a fantastic seminar. It's a problem-solving seminar. So you bring your dogs that have got problems. That's the gear of the seminar. You're not going to learn your basic obedience there. You're going to learn how to stop things. Aggression, bring your dog. Leech reactivity, bring your dog. Anxiety, fear, bring your dog. Um, Kim says, and he was looking at Angelo for direction that you're probably talking about Angelo's walk with goose last night. Yeah. And, and Angelo doesn't train the dog, but that's what, see, this is the, what people have got to keep. There's so many parroted falsehoods about us. There's so many parroted falsehoods that we make dogs do things. Now at the beginning, we teach them. Eventually we, we, we guide and coach them. And then, yeah, at some point, we absolutely hold them accountable. That's a constant parody, though, that we make dogs do anything. Well, if you have got a dog and you've asked it to do something and it doesn't do it, well, then, of course, you make it do something. That's a common imperative thing. And then a bunch of people love, they love, love to say, geez, your, your methods seem harsh. I wonder what you do behind closed doors. I love it. It's so fucking funny, and it shows the, a level of, idi of idiocracy, if that's the right word. I guess the, the, the quote, quote of someone being an idiot. Where are, these where are these doors that are closed? First of all, I'm in Florida. My training center is in Rhode Island. I'm not even training dogs. But where are these doors that are closed? We're the most transparent dog trainers in the industry. I talk about everything we do. I don't lie. I don't sugarcoat. There are thousands of dog trainers just like me that are doing the exact same work, and they're even harsher than I am, and they make it look like everything is rainbows. Even people that are doing high corrections, they all they want to do is sugarcoat everything and make, make it look like everything is great. Oh, yeah, we rehab this highly aggressive dog with rewards only and gentle remote. Bull fucking shit you did. And you damn well know it. So somebody might not like what we did, but at least we're honest. At least we get results. 
Why? Because 99.9% of the people that come across us with social media either are not geographically close or they don't have the budget for us, but we want to be able to help them. That's why we're coming up with all these great online courses. Leash Reactivity course. Right now it's on pre-sale until October 1st. Then it goes to full price. Struggling with Leash Reactivity? Joelle filmed a full day workshop. Get it. It's 147 bucks. Want to stop leash reactivity? We're great at stopping leash reactivity. Um, Julie. Oh, Julie. Hey, Julie. How are you? Julie's Canine Academy. A wonderful, wonderful dog trainer. Where is she? She was in Delaware, West Virginia. Um, such an important topic, and you're you're so good at explaining it. Thank you. I'm just explaining it, like, the way it should be explained. Um, Mary says, had to explain that to one of my students recently. Yeah, it's really important. The power of association is real, and it is huge. It is huge. Uh, Josh Akins, good morning. Good morning to you. Hope you're having a great day. I've been up since 2. Got some work done. What else? Made a coffee for Joelle, and then I put it in the fridge so she can have her nice little iced pumpkin spice latte in the morning. Um, you've got a DoorDash for working on it, Beth Rice. You know how you fix DoorDashing? Make it suck to DoorDash. That's it. Everyone's like, reward the dog when it stops at the door. Now, that could be eventually step two or three. What do you think step one is? What do you think step one is? You make it suck to dash out the door. The first thing you do is put a leash on the dog. Then get a prong collar. Get a remote collar. Open up the door. Let the dog dash out the door. Guess what's going to happen? Right as soon as it crosses the threshold, no, boom, the hammer comes down. No, you're not using a hammer to train your dog. That's how you stop these things. Everybody likes to think we use so many rewards in training. Like this dog, Goose, the first day, I'm sorry, the first four days it was with us, we took four cups of the, the dog is on kibble, probably should be on um, raw, but that's up to the owner to decide. It eats four cups a day. Four cups a day of food, I'm sorry, uh, two cups of food went into its its treat pouch. And then it ate a cup for morning and a cup for dinner, and then it ate the rest of its two cups through training. We use tons of rewards. We're talking like one or two pieces of kibble each time, each rep. But if you want to really stop door dashing, now we're talking about behavior mod. Boom. Make it suck to go out the front door. That's how you get dogs to stop at the front door. Um, Terry says, I used to raise hell, bonk, miss, still work. Yeah, the bonker is a great tool. If you don't know what a bonker is, just go to our the Solid Canine training page and, and look up how to make a bonker and how to deploy a bonker. And I've got videos on bonking. Look up Jeff Gelman bonking. You'll see all these edited videos with false narratives that make me look like I'm just, you know, bonking a dog for nothing. I'm going to do a, I'm gonna do a, a uh, wake the fuck up with Jeff about the whole bonking thing. 
because the bonker is an extremely effective tool to stop an unwanted behavior. There's so many people out there that love, love to attack me, even, excuse me, even trainers that are using it, which is the most hypocritical fucking thing I've ever heard. They love to criticize it. Meanwhile, this year's ISCP conference, which I'm not a fan of those folks, even though I was on the board of directors, it's become an unethical um, uh, 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 organization. But it's incredible what's happened. They had a freaking sep this seminar, a workshop on how to make a bonker. I guess they agree with it. Thousands of dog trainers, millions of owners are bonking their dog. Um, stay safe. Yeah, we're going to be staying safe. We're doing our best. I mean, we can only do so much. We boarded up the windows. But after but after this storm, I've got, I'm going to line up contractors to do a bunch of probably mostly re-sloping concrete that moves water away from the house. The way that they built this house and the patios and all that stuff um, was bad. Fred Hassan. Hey, Fred, how are you? If this is the Fred Hassan that I know about, um, which I think it is because his logo is 500 because he's, I think, one of the 500 top growing companies in the country. He's based out in Las Vegas and um, founder of Sit Means Sit and, and knows more about remote cowers than any. I think he just won something in uh, 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 a competition. But he does both the same thing. Much better than I do, that's for sure. But it's all no nonsense. Jeff, I applied your common sense strategies, raising my kids. Love you uh, waking up people with both words have no value in today's topic. I'm applying this to my grandchild behavior. Great with me. Good. Yeah, I mean, a lot of this stuff can cross over to parenting. And no, you don't put a, you don't bonk your kid and you don't, you know, you don't use a shot call on your kid. When people do that comparison, that's the stupidest freaking thing in the world. Your kid also doesn't sleep in a crate. Your kid does not eat, you know, um, uh, dog food. You don't walk your kid around on a leash. Okay. This morning, the dogs were out in the pouring rain taking a shit and taking a piss. And Angela went in the bathroom and sat on a toilet. It's like it's, it's the stupidest thing in the world. It's the stupidest comparison in the world. I feed my dogs raw. I cook Angelo's food. But as far as boundaries, as far as consequences, as far as coaching and teaching, yeah. Well, what do you do if they get, get wrong? Accountability? Yeah. In school, it gets marked wrong. The problem gets marked wrong. You don't get a participation trophy because that's bullshit. Sorry. Your question, your, your answer is wrong. Two plus two does not equal six. Two plus three does not equal six. Two times three does equal six. Pay attention. Is it division, subtraction, multiplication? Pay attention. But yes, there's consequences for, for children in schools. It's called bad grades. 
Um, Terry G says, um, yes, the rushing window door returned week later. Like you said, hi, correct. Now we get two to three barks out command. They retreat, lay down, but still alert. So there's still alert you can correct. So a lot of people don't talk about state of mind. Now, for instance, if I'm working my dog, um, say it was doing, which I don't have my bite dog anymore, but say it was doing bite work. Yeah, I want it to be alert. When my dogs are playing chuck it, they're alert. When my dogs are playing tug, they're alert. My dogs are doing odor work, they're alert. My dog is lying down right now while I'm doing this podcast. They're not alert. They're relaxing. There's nothing to be alert about. Uh, how's the hurricane going? Um, hurricane's going great. Hurricane's having a great time. I'm sure it's loving it. It's given Florida one big blowjob. But we're boarded up. Got a great neighbor who gave us a hand. We got wonderful neighbors. So, but we're all boarded up. That doesn't stop storm surge. So that's the only thing we're concerned about. Um, Terry G says one of the best things is about stopping it is no more butt squirts from our black GS. Yeah. I mean, it's it's incredible how low the bar has been set for dog training. And I really wish, that's why I love the Green to Graduate course, because it sets the bar, which I think is the minimum requirements. I really, truly feel that every dog should have the same public access training that any service dog has. There's no reason why it can't. We put up a... Uh, um, Joel, was that a story or a video of that dog walking into uh, uh, Whole Foods? There was a story, I don't know if it's still up now, because stories disappear in 24 hours. Two of our dogs run the outside of Whole Foods and downstays by the sliding doors because we like to poof them off the sliding doors because it freaks out a lot of dogs. And these are both of these dogs came in highly reactive to everything. And a little, it looks like a Britney Spaniel was walking by, heading into the store, pulling on the leash, freaking out, coming towards our dogs. And you're bringing this dog into a store under the guise of what? It's your emotional support dog or it's a service dog? Bullshit. It's an out-of-control dog. It's not a control dog. Just because you have a vest and a piece of paper does not make your dog a credible dog. Melissa, we got a purebred uh, border cow a year ago. Even if it wasn't a purebred that's okay. He had a very frustrating beginning in life. Came to me with a bite history and working on him. I found you. He's doing great in a consistent home. I've not let him visit his previous owners. Why would why would you let them visit the previous owners? Ever? I wouldn't do that. There's no reason to. I mean, if they're relatives of yours and you guys get together for functions, I get it. But it's your dog. You know. Even though I wanted to, I was afraid of association or regression. But yeah, you should be. But why would you want him to meet your previous owners? What, because you think he misses them? No. Dog's fine. Dog's fine with the dog's fine living with you. Uh, De Debbie, if I pronounce that right, Debbie, uh, my sister is in Sarasota, Brinton, and just said they got an inner room stocked with supplies because she said tornadoes. Yeah, there's a tornado watch now. 
It's so funny, the storm, because two days ago, we talked to um, some folks in Orlando, and they were like, come to Orlando. It's fine. And now everyone in Orlando is like, nope. They closed down the Orlando airport. They closed down all the theme parks. Tampa airport is closed. My um, Orlando airport is closed. Miami, Miami looks like it was safe. Miami is not safe anymore. The whole state of Florida is not safe as far as the southern half. We're all fucked. That's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. Um, Wendy says, so train the human owner. How do we make them comply? You don't make them comply. If that's on them. It's called personal responsibility. It's called discipline. You don't make them do anything. That's up to them. If they want to spend hundreds or thousands of dollars getting their dog trained, you coaching them, guiding them, leading them, answering their questions, showing them how to be better you know, dog handlers, but they don't want to comply, that's on them. It's not on you. It's not an indication of you. Now, there are bad teachers and coaches out there, but it's not our job to you know, um, make sure they do it. It's our job to teach them. These are grown-ass adults. If an owner does not have enough discipline, and if an owner doesn't want their dog to be trained, even though they're paying for it, that's on them. And why an owner would not want a dog to go everywhere with them, it's the best feeling in the world. As soon as this storm clears up, we'll be taking Goose into... Um, he went to Home Depot for the first time, and there was videos on Instagram stories. If you're not on our, if you're not on our Instagram channel and our Instagram stories, that's how you see what goes on every day between Providence and Florida, um, and you see what goes on every day in our world. Every day is incredible stuff because we can't fill up the feed with like all this stuff that we're doing. But Joelle, who's in charge of social media, along with a bunch of other things, it's, she gets all the videos from the training center, and she makes these great little you know, snippets of content. Um, Medusa says, live by the beach your entire life, be prepared. Yeah, we're, we're, we're averagely prepared. We've only been down here for four or five months, so we're averagely prepared. But after this, we'll be super prepared. Super prepared. So whole house generator, all new windows. I mean, it's an older house, but it's a brick. It's a brick. It's a stone house, which is great. Up in New England, most of the houses are all, you know, wood. Um. Devin says, hate him or love him. Jeff is a fucking man. Yeah, you know what? It's funny because the haters, they get all the, um, uh, not the word recognition. They're just the loudest. They're a minimal percent. They, they, they don't even realize it. They don't even realize it. There's so many folks that are sitting on the sidelines that just like, listen to me. And love it. There's a ton of people that did not a ton. Of course, we have retractors. This is it. Anytime you want to do anything great in life, 
anything great, anything, you're going to get people that don't like you. And if you and if you're afraid of if you are afraid of not having people, what's the word I'm looking for? If you're afraid of people not liking you, then don't freaking do shit with your life. Play it safe. Be a sheep. But if you want to do something great with your life, if you want to make dramatic change in a certain category, you're going to have to be loud. You're going to have to have, stick to your convictions. You're going to have to walk the walk, talk the talk, and people are not going to like you for that. But that is on them. That is not on you. Their hate for you is not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them. So important to understand that. Kim says, you uh, you would have a totally paranoid dog if your methods weren't solid. Those dogs now have respect for their human. I mean, you can create paranoia. I mean, put it this way. This is what I love to always tell people. We get in the dogs that are seriously messed up. That doesn't, that's not an insult either. They are messed up. They're fearful, anxious, nervous wrecks, aggressive. No commands do they have. If they have commands, they've got minimal duration. They're neurotic. This is before we even met them. They break out of crates. They redirect on their owners. They jump every all over everybody that they see. They bark all day long. They destroy the house. They piss and shit everywhere. Like, name every bad behavior in these dogs we see, and they have these behaviors prior to coming to us. We're not creating unwanted behaviors because the association with us is we listen to you. We listen to you. Sid says, good morning, Jeff. Good morning. If someone doesn't understand your explanations, they don't want to understand, you make it extremely clear. Thank you for all you do. Yeah, well, of course there's going to be, there's, there's going to be people that don't, they don't want to hear it, which is fine. I don't care. If you don't want to hear what I have to say, I'm not talking to you. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. If, there's people that don't like what I say. I'm not speaking to you. That's just the way it is. That's the way it is. Um, good morning, Jeff. With all the fresh fruit companies that have come onto the market, are there any that you have tried and would recommend? Thank you. Um, I think you're talking about dog food companies. No, I haven't tried any of them. I feed raw. So I just literally like... I've got some thawing out right now. What have I got thawing out? I've got beef thawing out, pork thawing out, kidney thawing out, and duck necks throwing out, thawing out. I've got those things thawing out. And when they're thawed out, I put them into a bin, which will last a week. I cut everything up and prep it. And then over the course of every, every morning, I feed ounces, certain ounce to every dog. And then I've got a bunch of different additives I put in there. Minerals I put in there. Probiotics I put in there. 
If you want to know how to feed raw, there's a great raw food book on our, our solid canine training uh, slash shop page. The shopping section of our website is a great raw food book by Tom Sandberg. <clears throat> Kim says, taught so many um, how to properly use the bonker. Yeah, the bonker is a game changer. Lisa says, hi, Jeff, prayers for you all. Thank you so much. How to train other people to hold the dogs accountable. They think I'm mean, LOL. I mean, usually people with untrained dogs that are getting information to how to train your, their dog will always think you're mean. I mean, here's a great example. I will tell you, a, just a, this is just a simple concept. This morning... Right 10 minutes before the show started, I took out West and Tex to the front yard to take a shit. No fence. Took him right out the front door. Our next door neighbor pulled up in his huge truck. He tows boats for a living. So it's a huge truck. Imagine a, a, a truck that is capable of towing a humongous boat. Well, that's his daily driver. He pulled up. He came over. Dogs didn't care. And they're sniffing around the grass. It's pouring rain outside. And they wouldn't even think of running off. Not because it was raining. And they wouldn't even think of jumping on that person. They ignored him. They ignored the person, as they should. Like, who doesn't want that? And I'm like, let's go. Let's go inside. What do they do? They go inside. Who doesn't want that? We came inside. I'm like, guys, go lie down. They lay down. Who doesn't want that? And, and if you think any of that is mean, you're, 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 you're entitled to your opinion. But, like, how could any of that be mean? What should I do? Let them run into the street, jump all over this person, dig holes in the front yard, not listening to me coming in? And if I ever got them to come in, running around the house, is that, is that, is that, that's not dog ownership in my world. Not at all. Um... Mr. D, any Jeff, any tips? That's funny. On uh, um, Monday's show, I talked. I said there's no tips or tricks. It's called dog training. Um, listen to that show. With negative association to do with the crate, my five-month-old uh, drools constantly when I'm gone, which only lasts two hours tops. Good luck with the storm. Much love from the UK. Hey, I love the UK. As much hate as I get from the UK, UK loves me. I'm on the I'm on the phone. I'm on. I do a live stream with somebody from the UK every week. Um, so drooling is hard, but I would practice in and out of the crate, in the crate, down, out of the crate, in the crate, down, out of the crate, in the crate, down. Also practice duration while you're home in the crate. But drooling, is it worse than panting? No. Is it worse than barking and crate breaking? Lower Alabama on the Gulf of Mexico, cheaper home insurance. Love it here, Ellie. Greece is nice too. Mykonos, Carfu. That's also nice. All right, guys, it's an hour. Time to go. This is the What Would Jeff Do show. This was, no, it wasn't. This was the Wake the Fuck Up with. Jeff show. I was going to just announce that the What Would Jeff Do show, if we have power, will be on tonight. I won't know. But I'll put the link up later today. All right? I'll put it up later today. You want to say something, Ange?
Hey guys. Uh, you're ten. Uh, you're ten now. Yeah. You had a lot of happy birthdays, by the way. Thanks. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. If we don't lose power by six, we'll be on. If we do lose power, well, we won't. No, we won't. Because we won't have power. No, we won't have power at all. And the lights have been flickering. They have been. You didn't notice? No, I've been looking. At the, I've been looking at the camera. Uh, but I've been looking at the questions. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Bye. So that's not what I got for you today. Wake the fuck up with Jeff. Everybody have a fantastic day. I'm going to end this show with. Um, and lure up. Good. Sit. And I'm going to lure. Good. Down. Good. Tucker here. Good job. Down. Turn around and come back towards us. Tucker here. That's my boy. Here. There we go. That's my boy. That's a great little, uh, 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 Promo ad for the Academy, academy.solidcanidetraining.com. That's the Green to Graduate. It's a wonderful program. We also have a leash reactivity program that we just launched. It's on pre-sale for 147 instead of 197 That's good till October 1st. The Inner Circle has been launched for November. A lot of fantastic stuff that's going on here. Patreon channel, patreon.com slash training. I want to wish everybody a happy day. If you're in a if you're in a zone that has got um, uh, a hurricane zone, I hope all of you will stay safe. And this is it. Just got to ride it out. Just got to ride it out. All right, everybody. Take care. Love you all. Bye. Bye-bye.